everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Engage to Flourish podcast. This is Damon. I got Kyle with me once again, and we would like to welcome back Trish LaChica. Welcome back, Trish. Good morning. So we, I, I got a random question. Do you, oh, no. do you ever do you ever feel like talking over that intro music? Sometimes I just want to like, <laughs> hey, I'm here. <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want to wait to be introduced. I know totally right. right? <laughs> when he's like, "Hi, I'm Damon. I'm Trish," <laughs> and I and I said hi like that on purpose because Damon said he had to turn my mic down. <laughs> so rude. So I'm gonna talk like this from now on. Just kidding. (laughs) I can't do that. I didn't know how to respond to that. (laughs) I can't do it. Sorry. Turn my mic down. (laughs) Go ahead, Kyle. Interrupt. That that was just my random question. (laughs) I want to throw Damon off a little bit, too. Well, you scared me. I have a random question. I know. Trisha's face got like almost started getting pale really quick. I did. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Well, we got a a pretty packed episode today, I think. (laughs) Uh, One of the first things that we wanted to start off with was... You know, at the retreat, uh, we were passed out all these different cards uh, as a response to being stronger together. And the, on the cards, they were just different opportunities of ways that we can respond to do and participate in different activities together to whether it's grow, grow a little bit deeper, to serve or to try something new. And so um, in response to that, it's been kind of cool to see all the different people that have signed up to try something new. And so as a staff, we were kind of encouraged to participate in some of these things too. So this week I tried a couple of new things and (laughs) I I wanted to give a shout out to the try something new and just to, you know, last week in the episode, we talked a little bit about making choices to either do something new or to participate in a serving opportunity or, you know, just the different choices that we make. It makes a difference in our spiritual life. So as a response to that, I decided, okay, I'm going to try some some new stuff on the list. So I went mall walking on Wednesday, and that totally changed my (laughs) perspective of what mall walking was. Um, Yeah. So do do share. What what is it and what did you expect it? Or what did you expect it to be first, and then what was it? Okay, so Marilyn and Kaz have been talking about mall walking for a while because they go pretty regularly, and they've... A lot of the times when they share, they talk about all the different people that they prayed for and, you know, just the different experiences of the people they've been getting to know and getting to meet. And so I thought, you know, it's this is mall walking on a mission. So when I, I thought about it, I was like, I don't really want to do that. But Trish just said, if you don't want to do it, maybe you should, maybe that means you're supposed to go do it, right? So <laughs> I was I was running on Wednesday morning and I felt like God said, you know, the girls had the day off because it was... Uh, parent-teacher conference week and they give each you know the whole school the day off once during that week so it was Wednesday and I felt like the Lord said you know instead of just having them be on their devices because you're going to have them with you you should take them just half an hour 45 minutes to do mall walking and see how that is I said okay so we get to the mall my youngest daughter is I don't want to do this. I don't I don't want to be here. Just take me to the Freedom Center. I was like, oh, usually you don't want to go to the Freedom Center. So it's kind of a win to it's say win. That, that you want to go to the Freedom yeah. Center, right? So we go inside and... Uh, and you were expecting it to be a lot of people, right? I was expecting the mall to be open, right? Well, so what time did you get there? Nine. They said they start at nine. So I thought, yeah. okay, I'll get there okay. at nine. So we got there at nine and the doors to the mall are open, but none of the stores are open, right? The yeah. stores don't open till 10. So I didn't know that the mall wasn't open that early. I thought that they were going at peak time when there's going to be all <laughs> kinds of people to go pray for, right? Because I thought that's what they do. I thought they go on a mission to go pray for as many people as they can, right? So I was kind of like, oh, that's not really my personality. I, I'm more of an introvert. I don't really like going up to people <laughs> I don't know, but I did feel like God told me to go check it out. So... I went to go check it out. So I get there. Cause meets me there. And I was expecting a lot of people. And it was only Cause there. And she's like, oh, yeah, Trish is usually here. So I was expecting to see Trish there. <laughs> but she has BSF on Wednesdays, yeah. which I just found out this morning. <laughs> so but, don't go on Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah. So, But like I said, I was expecting there to be a lot of people. I thought we were going to be like hunting people to pray for. But it was just really a real kind of a relaxing walk around the mall, even though my daughter was either, I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that, or take me home, I want to get out of here. But it was 
it was cool to spend some time with Cause, and uh, it was neat to see some people from CBC mm. that were there just hanging out. And uh, one one of the cool people that I saw was my one of my Sunday school teachers, who's still teaching Sunday Aww. school forty years later. Mm-hmm. But you know, she was there, and she she kind of didn't remember me at first. But after talking to her for a little bit, she's like, oh, yeah, you were in my first Sunday school class. Wow. <laughs> and she's still teaching Sunday school. That's crazy. Right? So it's kind of cool. Wait, just yeah. 40 see. years ago. That, wow, that means you're, you're getting pretty old there. Okay, maybe not 40. Okay. Maybe it's like 35 years ago. <laughs> okay. Dang, Kyle. <laughs> Calling him out. But just to see the faithfulness of, you know, s- continuing to teach for that long in that role. Yeah. It's like, that's amazing just mm-hmm. to see the faithfulness of someone continuing to do that. And so it was, it was really a blessing for me to actually go and then even to see her and just to see that she's still doing well and still Mm -hmm. in good spirits and still, Mm -hmm. you know, still teaching Sunday school. That's, that was kind of amazing to me, but yeah, I, it totally shifted my paradigm. And afterwards I was, I was thinking to myself, I could do that again. I I could totally do that again. Maybe I'll do it on a different day. So then I can, when Trish is there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I I tried that. And then uh, on Sunday, I went to lunch bunch for the first time. And that was a good experience. I got to talk to a couple people that I have. I don't really talk to that much Mm -hmm. at church. So yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun too. And And lunch bunch is just a group that gets together after church to have lunch, right? Yeah. So I, I was asking around during, before church, you know, what they were doing. And then after church, some of them we're like, oh, I don't think we're going to go to Lunch Bunch today because we had refreshments after and people were mm. kind of full after mm. refreshments. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll find someone else to go eat with. And they're like, oh, you're you're planning on going? Okay, we're going to go just because Aww. you're going to go. Yeah, that's <laughs> I was like, cool. okay. That's nice. So I was, I was kind of like, okay, I guess I got to go with them now. <laughs> that they're gonna. <laughs> but it, it turned out to be really a good experience. And uh, just getting, like I said, getting a chance to talk to people that I don't normally talk to at church and you know, I've said this before. We have some pretty awesome people at mm-hmm. Catalyst, and yeah. just having more opportunities to spend time with them too—that mm-hmm. was that was great. And then that night we had Dad's group again, and that was really good. And had a few new people show up to that that haven't come out before. And just being able to share different experiences of being a dad and encourage each other—it was really good. So, want to encourage everybody: try something new. It's good. And a lot of it is very low commitment. So you can just go when you have a chance, have free time, and just try once. It's, it, it might change your perspective on what it actually is. Kyle, have you tried anything new? <laughs> <laughs> wow, calling me out, huh? <laughs> um, I signed up for a couple of things, but they haven't happened yet. So they're still in the planning phase. Um, but I am starting a new tea huddle this Friday with somebody that oh. signed up because they wanted to do a tea huddle for us as part of going deeper. So um, I put myself out there to be a partner with that person. So we get to start that this Friday. So nice. Yeah, I'm excited okay. for that. And Trisha's actually leading a Try Something New coming Not up. leading. Okay. I feel like I'm Todd's helper. She's administrating <laughs> a new oh. group. Well, the emails are coming from you. They're not coming from Todd. So you're the administrator. Okay. Well, wow. <laughs> there you go. Do you want to share? You could give a shout out and in- invite people to come out. Yes. So um, I'll just, I'm just going to admit when I filled out that card at the retreat, I didn't know what I was filling out and what the purpose was, I guess. And I put gardening and God has a great sense of humor with me because that's just like how he reaches me. So I put gardening. Why? I, I garden often, but I should have just put pulling weeds because that's that's all I do. I don't even plant new plants because I don't know how to do that. Yeah, that's why um, I didn't sign up for it initially because I thought you were going <laughs> to trying to con people to come to your house and pull your weeds. I don't want to go to Trisha's house and pull weeds. I don't want to pull them at my own house. So that's what I do at home. But I've always like, I know it sounds silly, but even I want I've always wanted like an herb garden. Even if it's just three of them, I kill almost everything that I have. So I, I don't like to step out and try something new. It really is out of my comfort zone. Like instead of having a green thumb, I have, dead thumb I don't know (laughs) I kill everything so um it sounds silly but this is out of my comfort zone so I guess God knew what he was doing when I put gardening because I think back and that had to been God because why would why did I put that so 
Evasia is awesome in this whole like orchestrating it all. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and I, everyone knows Todd grows vegetables mm-hmm. and fruit and stuff. So she was like, she reached out to him and he was open to it. So for me, it's like, I have the desire and the want to learn how to like, even just grow one vegetable. And Todd is that like, he's so, I wasn't gonna say hyper, but that's not the right word, but he's so excited about his vegetables and stuff and that he was willing to step out and kind of go along with me. So it's like, I have the want and I told Evasion, no, I don't want to lead anything because I don't, I don't know how to do anything but pull weeds. So she got taught along and then he got, you know, we were all like pumped up about it and throwing ideas around and it just kept getting better and better with our ideas. Like, um, for the future. So we're having one October 14th. It's our first one. Um, I believe it's at 9 a.m. at Todd's house. And so there are, you could still sign up for mm-hmm. that. You can contact Trish yeah. or email Kyle or myself and we can get you in contact with Trish too. Yeah. So, um, Todd's goal is to have food at every meeting. So if that makes you want to come out <laughs> just for the food, food and fellowship. But, um, I mean, we have like big plans, like we're going to do like a caravan to, we're going to meet at someone's house and we're going to go to Home Depot and he's going to show us what wood to build, uh, buy. And we're all going to buy enough wood, like to build little planters mm-hmm. to like start something very simple. Like these are the ideas for going forward. But our first one is just, he's going to walk us through like what vegetables, um, are for winter and all this stuff. So we're going to have like this little meet and greet introduction, walk through his garden, show us what he's doing. So that's the first one, October 14th. And there's going to be some type of food there. I don't know. And I'm bummed I'm going to be able to, I'm going to have to miss that <laughs> weekend, that first one. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. I think um, Todd, he's super fun. So mm-hmm. he's going to make it fun. So that's why I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> It'll be fun. And I, I really want to learn to grow grow some vegetables, you know. So I think you highlighted excuse me, a little bit of Evasia's heart is for people to do this together with somebody. Mm-hmm. So if, if there's an idea that you would want to do but you feel like, oh I'm not I'm not equipped to do it or I don't know, talk to Evasia because she'll help, she'll find somebody that actually can partner with you to help do it. Because that's really I, I I really I'm really glad that she's doing it that way. Cause sometimes being the lead person can be overwhelming. It can yeah. be stressful. Yeah. But when you do it together, it's yeah. like, oh, we're sharing this. It, yeah. it, it helps a lot. So for those of you listening and there's an idea that you have to, you want people to try something new, but you're not sure how to do it, just uh, talk to Evasia and see if she has some ideas for you. Yeah. Yeah, with this whole theme of trying something new, it, it kind of just reflects back on Trisha's story about Blake and just his personal uh, spiritual journey a lot of it came down to the different choices that he was making to sign up for something or to, you know, go to this new group or, or connect with these different people. And I think for a lot of us, that is a big part of our spiritual journey is that we, the Lord presents us with opportunities to partner with different people, to sign up for different things. And the enemy doesn't want us to do that. So we might be like I was before going mall walking, thinking like, I really don't, there's so many reasons why I shouldn't do it. Why am I going to do this? But if the Lord is prompting us, it's probably for our own benefit, you know? And so for us, I think that's something that we can take into account as we think about wanting to grow spiritually is, are there things that I need to say yes to that the Lord is presenting me with? And do I need to choose to, to participate. And the more I participate, it's been cool to see how, how much we've been able to grow as we participate in these different experiences. Yeah. So I don't even think Blake realized he has a long list when he was up there on all the things that he joined. Well, just oh, may- maybe one thing uh, oh, yeah. for those that didn't catch last oh, episode. Sorry. Yes. Um, this is about a, a testimony Sunday we had a, uh, a couple months ago. And Blake went up and shared some testimonies of how people have impacted his life. But really, like, when you were a listener, Trish, you recognized that it was because he kept making choices to insert himself that those testimonies were coming into his life, right? Yeah. So I, th- I thought it was hilarious. But I mean, the very, I mean, he was, Blake, I'm sorry if I'm getting this wrong, <laughs> but 
from what my memory is, he was kind of like wrestling. Like he actually almost left our church, our church. Like he was in service and he was like going to leave. And the Holy Spirit convicted saying to pray for him. It was playing up on stage. She was on stage. And that's, that's like the, of course the biggest testimony of it all is when the Holy Spirit hits you. Um, you need to get out of your own head because like, I'm sure she's like, I'm on the worship team right now. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not, I can't just leave this stage or, you know, I'm not, I'm sitting in my seat, my comfortable seat where I sit every week. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm not going to pray for someone because I am like super nervous or I don't have the words and Lord, why are, you know, I don't want to get up and go pray for someone, but you, you have to listen to the Holy spirit because, um, you don't know at what point in that person's life you're that person either planting the seed for the future or it's going to be a life altering moment for that person. She got off the stage and prayed for him. Now, we don't know what would have happened if she didn't do that, mm-hmm. but he was already wrestling leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if it was like leaving the church or just that day, like, ah, I'm going to get out of here just for that moment. She prayed for him and then it was just a domino effect. And so after he shared that, he just went, it was such a long list and I'm laughing because hopefully this makes sense to you. I love the the verse in the Bible where it's like, you know, God loves us more than the birds. Like he supplies the birds, right? I like to go deeper in that story because God supplies everything for the birds, but the birds still have to work. Like the birds have to go put their beak to get the worm. They have to go collect the sticks and they have to make their nest. God does not do that for them. Mm. And this is where I get like, Frustrated even with myself because sometimes you just want things done for your, like mm-hmm. I'm tired or whatever. And I just want to relax. Well, God supplied everything for the bird. The bird still has to work. So guess what? Sorry, Christians, you're going to have to go and work, quote unquote work or sacrifice your time. So, try something new. Can you feel unconnected and it's easy to sit in that disconnected? Sorry. Um, and then you need to go put your sign up for a few things. And what is it going to hurt other than taking your quote unquote time away from you? You're going to be blessed. Um, and maybe you'll find that you don't like this. Like you, you were not thinking mall walking was your cup of tea, but then you're like, Hey, maybe this is, it could be the opposite. So maybe you can try new things and you realize you don't like it, but then you can go sign up for something else. Yeah. That's something that is neat about this is that there are a lot of different opportunities to try something new and a very wide range of opportunities, right? There's gardening to mall walking. And if you don't like one, then maybe try something else. But I also think you might not like the activity, but you might meet someone new or someone else that might impact your life too. So it might not just be about the activity, but yeah. it might be about the people that you come in contact with or just the conversations that come about from trying something new and getting to know some new people. Um, yeah. So I really appreciate this season that our church is in. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I just want to encourage and spur people on to try something new and to continue the momentum that we have from the retreat and recognizing we're stronger when we're together. And so we have all these different opportunities, so want to encourage everybody, go out, try something. Yeah, and I, I think we we don't want to lose sight of the purpose of try something new. It's not just about it's not about the activities. I mean, there there are fun activities, but it's really about community, getting to know people, building relationships. Um, it's that's an aspect, and that's that's a biblical thing. God wants us to live as community, and so that's why we're doing it. We want it to be fun and and things that you enjoy but yeah like you said try things that maybe you've never thought of or thought oh maybe i don't i won't like that but like you said damon it's low commitment so try it once and you you might be surprised yeah you're not stuck in that so if you come out like if you sign up for gardening just for an example um you just come once and if you don't it's it's like not even you're committed for the next time it's just come out 
it's not your thing, you don't have to ever come back. But you do have to sign up for something else. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay, you don't have to do anything. But we highly recommend that you sign up for something and you try try it once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, okay, for me, <laughs> I don't like exercise and I should exercise though. I am not a pickleball person. There's too many rules. It doesn't look it does <laughs> rule not, breaker. It does it does not look quote unquote fun for me personally. But when all those pictures came out from pickleball, I was like, maybe I want to give pickleball a try. You know, mm-hmm. and it's it's uh, I think I'm more scared for people to get mad at me because I am just like I just want to hit the ball and like I don't want to know about whatever rule you have. But um so maybe my partner won't appreciate me being there but you know what i saw the pictures oh the other thing is the app did we talk about the app yet because oh, that's that's where the pictures are and that's um hopefully we can get that <laughs> that's what we said we wanted to talk about too <laughs> the okay. app yeah so yeah, let's talk about the app uh, for try something new uh evasia has chosen the app team reach and it's available in both the apple app store and also the google play store so you can just type in team reach to find it and all of the communication with scheduling and texts or I don't know if it's considered text, but just notifications that you can communicate on there uh, for the different activities and they post pictures and all the dates are on there. Calendar. Calendar. Yeah. So you can find out what's coming up if you, you know, like Wednesday morning, I, I just checked it and I said, Oh, they're doing, there is mall walking today. I can go, uh, participate in that today so even if it's just a last minute thing you can check and see what's available for that day and and check it out and i am like i don't want to say 90 year old i'm 110 year old with like technology <laughs> i am you really keep getting older because last week you said 90 so now you're 110 because i don't want to offend any 90 year olds <laughs> in case they're listening but I'm super non-techy and this app was so easy and you just type in, um, the group name is catalyst. Yes. And so Evasia has a capital C capital C yeah, I think catalyst. Capital matters. I Thank think. you. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to put that out there because I, <laughs> I am really bad with technology and it's so easy. And like Damon said, you could just go on there and just show up, especially for mall walking. So um yeah and you can see uh all the different groups have been uploading pictures and that's where i saw the pickleball Mm -hmm. uh group picture and i was like you know what (laughs) i think i just want to go for like socializing so yeah it might like something might like spark you know in you and you could just sign up for one of those activities Mm -hmm. so again it's team reach is the app and when you download the app, it'll ask you for a group code, and the group code is Catalyst with a capital C. And it's from there, it you'll join the group, and then you'll have access to all the communication and all the scheduling and all the pictures. It's a red red background on the logo. It looks like a T, and then like a lowercase R. It's kind of simple, but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay, I think it's time to change perspectives. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a lot longer segment than I thought it was going to be. But, you know, we are continuing our God's Amazing Kingdom series. And yesterday, Pastor Barry gave a cool... Damon's reaching into his pocket and Trish oh. has no idea what's I coming out I have no out right idea. Now. So yesterday, Pastor Barry <laughs> talked about uh, having a kingdom perspective. So I'm going to change our perspective. Oh! By putting on my kingdom glasses. Those are cool. <laughs> So if you weren't in service this Me. past Sunday, you'll have to watch on YouTube. Push it again. Oh. Because I think Trish, has, Trish doesn't get the full effect. We, I'm taking give, a give her picture. the full effect. Look at that. <laughs> We're going to put I, this on I, I, somewhere. <laughs> well, okay. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, the Pastor Barry was talking about how uh, the worldly perspective and kingdom perspective are very different. And so sometimes we need to shift our perspective and so he gave a tangible reminder of a way that we can shift our perspective by giving every person that was there a pair of fun glasses <laughs> that light up and everything. 
And so I was one. The first thing that came to mind, I was a little concerned. I was like, Are, "Is someone going to have a seizure?" <laughs> That's what I'm like. No, I closed my eyes because we had him on and he prayed. And I closed my eyes and I'm like, "Oh, I felt like oh, I gotta, I gotta turn the strobe off. I gotta make it, yeah, make so, it steady." So they Damon. light up and they they do have a strobe effect. <laughs> Damon's trying to have, make us have a seizure right now. Uh, but it was a it, it was a fun way for us to remember that there are times where we are seeing the world through a worldly perspective. Mm. Uh, which, you know, the enemy wants us to see the the world through a worldly perspective. Yeah. So, but from his message, he had two pairs of glasses. He had like a googly eye glasses, oh. and so if you're wearing those, you're seeing it through the world's perspective. It's not clear. It's kind of discombobulated. Um, but then he had a clear, a set of clear glasses, and that those were like basically God seeing it through God's lens. Um, so that's he used those off and on throughout the message. <laughs> so he invited us to. Take this pair of glasses that's fun. And, you know, at the beginning, he talked about um, becoming like a child and to how ent- to enter the to kingdom, enter the kingdom yeah. we need to be like a child. So it was a way to remind us mm. that we can change our perspective yeah. and see the world through God's lenses and have and, fun. And have fun. And it's supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how are you talking so serious right now with those glasses on? Because <laughs> he's not that's looking amazing. at himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm distracted. <laughs> yeah, so we, you know, want to use this podcast as a, as a platform for us to help people to shift perspectives too. Because yeah. a lot of times, you know, we are so bombarded by all of the different messaging, whether it's from, you know, TV, movies, YouTube, internet, uh, radio, all these different messages that the world is trying to shape our paradigm and our perspective. But we want to encourage people to see the world through through God's lenses and through a biblical worldview and so that everybody can you know see the see things the way that God does do you want me to go yeah <laughs> well Trish didn't well, Trish well, wasn't so at service <laughs> so she's the, all of this oh is coming for the first time I was there in spirit <laughs> thanks for throwing me under the bus yes well, that's why, we, that, that's why we decided to put the glasses on midstream because <laughs> we wanted to surprise you and see how it you responded. So to oh, oh there, there's something else coming still we oh. haven't got to. So this is only the first part. I'm a little nervous. You guys want me to be speechless. I mean, we're on a <laughs> podcast, so good luck with that. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Maybe that means we need to start doing video podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be fun. <laughs> I mean, I have so many stories about just personally changing my perspective, but where did you want me to go with this? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Pastor Barry used the phrase uh, eternal perspective, mm. like seeing things like in our in our lives, the pains, the struggles, the hurts. If we think of it from a perspective of eternity, those things are very small, mm. even if they're they take 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 up years. Which in our in our flesh, that can be really painful. It can be it can drag on. It feels like it's never going to end. But he was trying to challenge our thinking of if you look at it from eternal perspective, that's really only a sliver of time. And are we going to let that dominate, you know, our thoughts, our the way we're going to live our lives? Um, and it's a challenge, right? It's, it doesn't mean that it's easy, but it's it's a way to shift. Like, oh, am I going to let this change my direction and change how I view God, how I interact with Him, or am I going to still look at it from Hey, this is a, a bump in the road and on my on my journey towards heaven and how am I gonna to see that? Yeah, so um do you want me to talk about today that I told you sure, the story? Yeah, I think that this is a good lead in for well, because that story. like there's there is childhood wounds mm-hmm. that you talked about. There's bumps in the road, there are um, you know, then because this is where my perspective um, from today, what happened. So I want to say it's been a year. I, I've always been claustrophobic if I say, I don't know if I say that correctly, but, um, since I was little and there's a whole story to that, but I've just, I've been able to live my life, um, pretty comfortably with that. Um, and it's so funny how it's crept up in my adult life. And this past year, I want to say, um, it's, it's gone to a whole new level of things that I've just never experienced. So it's like, um, I guess, you know, when you have a bump in the road, um, or which now I have like full on 
like a panic disorder, um, it's it's not a bump in the road. It's a stinking mountain, mm. and 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 no one can see it but me, and it really sucks. And so, um, you just want to live your life, and this is where I'm loving this whole perspective thing because we have to mentally go there where it's like, um. Like you just want to karate chop the mountain. Like I, I go, I go physical. I'm, I don't know. Her, I just, her, her I, hands are flying all over <laughs> right know. now. I'm like karate chopping. <laughs> um, so, but it's, it's a mount, it, it's a mountain that you just, it's so tremendous. And so this morning, um, I just kind of was, uh, I've been suffering for about a year, um, where I, I don't want to go into things that I can't do anymore, but um, I've been holding on to Jesus this whole time. And I know that's the only reason why I'm getting through this and why is none of my business right now. But you know, I, I'm living, but it makes me really mad when I think of the kingdom perspective, mm. because it really is affecting my day to day life mm. because I'm super tired. I don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> I have to get out of bed though. Um, so Today, I had a full-on panic attack walking the mall, <laughs> of all things. So I'm walking the mall, and um, it's just little weird words that, or I say I kind of confess something about that's been bothering me. So I started telling my friend that, lo, lo and behold, I started getting, like, I feel like um, my esophagus, I guess, is that is that what's right here, you know, when you swallow food? Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just full of food all the time. And I was like, what is this? And that's triggering almost daily panic, right? So it's now not just, I need to get in this elevator. Or I need, you know, like get in my car to drive is like, you know, panic attack. But now it's just when I'm at home where I should be relaxed, I start feeling like I'm choking and then heartburn has started, right? So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like, what is happening? So I, I triggered a whole panic attack this morning. And um, so luckily, you I just constantly tell myself, who gives me this, this, this mindset? You know, this mindset of fear and panic is from the devil, you know, essentially. And, and he's winning, like, it makes me mad. But it's this terrifying moment because you feel like you're going to die. And so I'm luckily I have, I'm a little vain. So I'm walking the mall and I don't want to like <laughs> to make like this big spectacle of, you know, like hyperventilating and stuff. So I'm in my mind and I'm like saying I'm breathing and I'm telling myself like, who gives me this? Because that's the, I need things to make me mad. <laughs> I, that's just my personality. And so I do, I do start getting mad because I'm like, he's winning right now because I want to die. And so, um, I'm like, who gives me the, the peace of mind? Who's the one that brings peace? Right. Um, and she told me I, I could share this story. So I'm, I'm walking the mall and my best friend is with me and, and she knows I'm having a panic attack at that moment. And so, She's like, distraction, right? And I'm praying, and she's like, okay, I'm going to start talking, and I'm going to tell you stories, which help, right? Like, I want to know her stories from the weekend. So she's telling me her stories, which is a distraction, and I'm praying. And then my phone just is like, ding. And then I ignore it, and then it's like, ding, ding. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I need to check my phone right now. And out of the blue, guys, sorry, I had to reach for my phone. Um. I was like, oh, Mindy, Mindy texted me and it was out of the blue. And she says, happy Monday. This verse really hit me this morning, praying this over you. Mm -hmm. And I was like in the mall starting to cry. And I told the guys um, before we, re we were recording, I said, um, I have a lot of things to do today. So I put makeup on and all you ladies out there know, like <laughs> if you put makeup on, you don't want to cry and ruin your makeup. And this is why I usually don't wear makeup on Sundays. So <laughs> I'm at the mall, like finally put makeup on and Mindy sends this to me. And I mean, it was pure, like love, like just like I felt it. And you know, when the Holy spirit hits you, you don't, 
you don't know how to explain it. It's it's just it's this weird washing. Um and so she just sent me a beautiful picture. It's, you know, Mindy with her like she she makes everything look really pretty like flowers and stuff, whatever she finds. And it says in his presence there is fullness of joy. And then she sent uh, she went above and beyond and sent a screenshot of what I'm assuming is the Bible app. Mm. And it says Psalm 16. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Okay, when I read that, I lost it at the mall. And it was so embarrassing because I'm like wiping my tears. Like if ladies, you know, when you have makeup on and you like are crying and you're catching it. The pinky pinky pinky, swipe. The pinky swipe. (laughs) And you're like, do not ruin my makeup. Um, And, you know, my my friends, my quote unquote friends that I don't even know their names that walk the mall with us. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're kind of looking at me and I'm like, Lord, I am such a hot mess right now. And so just like it's just those things like I, I needed to once I was calm and I went in my car to come here to record, um, I texted Mindy and I just said I was literally in the middle of a panic attack when you Mm. texted me that. And it's just like that saying moment of her coming down off the stage to pray for Blake. Mm -hmm. Mindy, it's so easy. It's happened to me before where I have texted Mm -hmm. someone when God puts someone on your Mm -hmm. mind or heart. um, And then there's times where I didn't text them, Mm -hmm. but you know, I'll I'll shoot a little prayer, Mm -hmm. but she felt this and sent it to mm. me and she had no idea I was going through this mm. panic attack. Like and at that very moment, at, yeah. I was literally in the middle of it, trying mm. not to faint or hyperventilate mm. at the mall. And, uh, and so I, I shot her. I mean, this is a long story that I need to tell her, but I'm just like, I just texted her to let her know I was in the middle of a panic attack when you sent that. And like, you don't know that life saving thing like i'm trying really hard not to cry right now um that that little text that god put on her heart Mm -hmm. like saved me in that moment he need god needed someone to physically on earth Mm -hmm. help him help me because he knew i was in trouble Mm -hmm. and she went for it and did it and i was just like you're blown away because you feel so loved Mm -hmm. and he knew i needed that Mm -hmm. so anyways that's that was my story today (laughs) yeah anyone else (laughs) so sharon no that's awesome i mean he mindy helped you shift uh switch glasses yes right Mm -hmm. and and it went from yeah just your circumstances to God knew what was going on and hey, I'm, I'm seeing you for one thing, but then you, you can see this through a different perspective. I'm, I'm here with you. I got your back. So I think that's shout out to Mindy. Good job. Yeah. And, yeah. and you Good know job, what? Mindy. Just like Blake, I, I just put this all together mm. right now. I got in my car and I was like, I'm not, I'm not well, mm. even though I felt loved, I was, I didn't come mm. out of it. And, and I'm trying to drive here to the freedom center to record. And I'm thinking, Either the the devil's trying to make me not come or maybe I shouldn't come. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, it's this tug of war. So just like Blake, I thought, you know what? Lifeline. Mm-hmm. I called Mark. It could be anyone to you. Mm-hmm. It could be um, your tea huddle person mm-hmm. from Catalyst. It could be one of your sisters in Christ. It could be your mom. It could be anyone. Right. But at that moment, I called Mark. He's at work and I don't know if he's going to answer and he answers and he knows well enough on my panic attacks. And so I'm telling him, trying not to cry, dang makeup. <laughs> and so he, I'm telling him, I'm so conflicted. I know there's, there's, I'm playing tug of war. There's this, this part of me where I am like, I am of Christ. He gives me the peace of mind. Oh, but there is a super loud voice over here trying mm-hmm. to destroy me. Cause I feel destroyed. I don't know other than to explain panic anxiety as in you feel like you're going to die. And it is so loud and so big at that moment that it's really hard to pull from from God, mm-hmm. but I don't give up. And so I'm telling Mark, I said, I'm so conflicted. I'm conflicted. And he goes, you need to change that word to convicted. Mm. Let's change that word. And 
now you need to pull from your faith. Mm. Like, you know, and so he's just in the 10 minutes that it took me to get here, just spoke so much wisdom. And I'm like, I'm here. Okay, bye. <laughs> and I come in here and um, spill my guts out to you guys. And, and I just feel like, so I went, Mindy, just like, you know, she took that, that voice from God and texted me, but then I wasn't, I, I'm still not a hundred percent, but then I went out and I'm like, you know what? I need to talk to Mark. Mm-hmm. And I, I took that extra step mm-hmm. to call Mark and he just spoke wisdom into me and like confirmations and like, you know, all these things. And then I'm here. So you also, you have to reach out. Like that was great that Mindy texted me, mm-hmm. but you know, also you have to reach out sometimes too, even in the midst of feeling like you're dying, mm-hmm. you have to reach out, um, and just ask for that support. Yep. We're continually making choices. Choices. But then you had a choice to come and share that, yeah. that right now too. Because you could have said, nah, I don't want to share that. But you're sharing that to be able yeah. to help somebody else, you know, hopefully to see that they have choices that they can make. And they might be hard and it might be difficult, but yeah. Yeah, I think it it's neat how it points out there is an aspect of it where someone helped you to change your perspective. But then there's also the time where you have to be intentional about, mm-hmm. I'm going to change my perspective also, right? So there's a the kind of the push and pull of it where we can help each other out, but then at the same time, there are certain things that I need to do to choose to put on my glasses to change how I'm viewing things too. And I think that's something uh, else that Pastor Barry wanted us to talk about. Uh, Well, I don't know if he wanted us to talk about it on the podcast, but uh, that he kind of talked about a little bit yesterday was shifting our perspective on multi-generational service, Mm -hmm. right? And so... When we first started Catalyst, that was one of the things that we said that we wanted to do that was different than how we were doing things before. We wanted to have one service that was dedicated to having multi-generational worship and hearing the sermon together and just being together as one church family, all together, all ages. So it's multi-generational. And so at the beginning, we were very intentional about how we presented that to the congregation too. Mm -hmm. So we would say every week, that we had it, you know, this is the kids zone in the front or the family zone in the front. So we want to encourage all the kids to come in the front and worship and be free to worship. And we want to encourage the parents and the families to come together. And so that we can model what worship looks like for our kids. And even during the message, you know, you could sit here with your family and and listen to the message together as a family and, and do that. And we kind of over the years have gotten away from the messaging portion Mm -hmm. in terms of sharing about why we're doing this. So I could see how it would be easy for people that didn't weren't with us from the beginning Mm. to now that they have families or kids to just feel like, I'm not sure if this is the greatest idea because my kids are going crazy and running around and I'm not even fully able to engage because I'm thinking about them and are they going to be messing with the, you know, are other people going to get bothered by it? And, you know, maybe Trish has a couple of stories about her kids when they were growing up in those, some, some of those situations. I don't know, maybe just one kid, <laughs> Pastor, <laughs> one kid. That's very hinted at kids having pillow fights and jumping off the stage oh, onto the pillows. No, he, did, he didn't say the j- kids jumping off the stage, but that's the one that we, I thought oh. we would talk about. <laughs> so Christian, <laughs> Christian used to go, Oh my God. Okay. But they probably took away the pillows yeah, because of Christian. <laughs> so they used to have huge sitting pillows. Like yeah. they were huge. And um, my Christian, <laughs> he's 19 or almost 19. He was, oh, wow. How, I mean, four, yeah. five. I, I don't know. He was really young. And so <laughs> he would walk up the stage in the middle of, Mm-hmm. worship sermon didn't matter and he would stack the pillows at least two and like superman like, <laughs> like it was like that that flying squirrel yeah. like and he would jump from the top of the stairs onto the pillows and i was mortified and i was like i'm going to 
I beat I, my son in front of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make a few trips up on stage to get my kids. Uh, Did you? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, you can't even focus. But uh, a positive story was again. He was really little, Christian. Um, like he was tiny, and all of a sudden we were at home, and he got these crayons, and he started like just making circles with all these colors. And then this is, I mean, legit, he was little, barely speaking. And he, I think he said Pastor Strawberry or something. The, the original story was Pastor Grape. Grape. Okay, thank you, because I can't remember. This is the story that I said that Kyle probably doesn't know about. Oh, I don't so. know this Oh, one. so um, I said, what are you drawing? And he was like, Pastor Grape. And I was like, what? And then it was because of the multi-generational service. This kid is running around all service, can't sit still. And I felt that he didn't pay attention one bit. Mm. But Pastor Barry had, you know, the projector on mm -hmm. with pictures and stuff. And I can't remember what Pastor Barry was talking about. It was, was I think he was talking about God creating the universe. And so he had all these pictures of stars and stars. And it was like galaxy, galaxies. right? Mm -hmm. And Christian was like three at home drawing it. Mm. And couldn't even put into words. And then I was like, Pastor Barry? And I was like, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. But he wasn't even paying attention. Mm -hmm. He went home and I don't okay, know. Okay, you thought he wasn't paying no, attention, no, but yeah. he really was Yeah, he really attention. was yeah. because he was, draw right. he was trying to draw the galaxy. And I was like, oh, wow. He got something from this mm -hmm. message as like a toddler. I mean, you know, three or four, but... Um, I was blown away because he was the kid jumping from the stage, probably, yes, picking up the pillow, hitting any kid that was in striking distance, and oh, me, me running up there constantly or sitting there, mm -hmm. um, you know, doing that little arm pinch in the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that those are my stories. I, I always appreciate those stories, too, as an encouragement to all the families out there during multi-generational service mm -hmm. who think that their kids are not paying attention. Because mm -hmm. it, it could be really easy just to take our kids outside, like, oh, they're not paying attention. I don't want to bother anyone else. Or let's they're just, being disruptive. Let's just, they are. Which, which they are. They are, but... <laughs> But, they need to be in there. You know, kind of like we were talking about earlier with some of our decision making, it could be really easy for us just to say, oh, they're di they're disruptive. Mm -hmm. Let me take them out. Yeah. But our church is very gracious mm -hmm. in, in the same thing. And, and that's part of the heart of our church is we want to help raise our kids to be able to experience God, experience, you know, hearing from the pastors in a, in a sermon. We want to help them to experience worship together. We want to model that. And so... There might be times where it is difficult, but then it's really cool now hearing some of these stories like Christian is the one that is jumping off. But even recently he shared, on the, I think on the same testimony Sunday, about a time where he was driving and he felt like he just needed to spend time with the Lord. And he said that the Lord, you know, he was driving to the beach because he said he felt like he needed to go to the beach. And then he got stuck in traffic for like an hour, <laughs> but then his perspective shifted and he felt like, wow, God really knew that I needed that time with him. And before I would be frustrated, I'm trying to get to the beach. But then he realized that hour in the car was actually really what he needed. And so it's cool to see. The same kid. The same. Yeah, <laughs> trying to is, hit people with the pillow. This is, this is the same <laughs> yeah. kid. Yeah. But because of the ways that he had seen it modeled, mm -hmm. like where he is in his relationship yeah. with the Lord, I, I feel like a lot of that has come from some of these things. Like, knowing that he's free at church, knowing that he can experience the Lord's presence, knowing, and now he's able to experience the Lord's presence in stuck in traffic, crazy. driving to the beach, right? And yeah. uh, I think a lot of that was just foundational things that he had grown up with through things like multi-generational service. So I just want to use that yeah. as, as an encouragement to, you know, parents with young kids that are listening that, you know, multi-generational service we do have a purpose for it it's not just kind of oh we don't have enough volunteers to have children's <laughs> ministry on sunday morning so you know we're just going to keep the kids in but really there's a purpose to it and we want it to be a p opportunity for families to worship together families to model what it looks like to sit in a, ser a sermon and participate in that together and yeah we recognize the kids can be squirrely at times and they can be disruptive at times but they can get stuff out of the sermon yeah, too. And, and just, okay, so I'm not going to call anyone out, but there is a little one <laughs> that 
is constantly running and the parents don't look annoyed, but I just felt like, because it brings me like, you know, hindsight's 2020, my Christian's going to be 19. So when I see this little one, I'm like, oh my gosh, Christian 2.0, right? (laughs) And the parents don't look annoyed like I was. And I pray that they're not annoyed, but I just felt like, and they were nowhere and they, they did not know Christian when he was little. And so, um, I just felt the need to go up to them and say, I love seeing your kid. Um, I just want you to know. And I said, um, and then I told them the whole story with Christian and um, all his shenanigans. And I said, I love seeing your little one running around. And I said, "Um, I just hope that (laughs) it doesn't bother you as the parent because I – I am enjoying seeing just the freedom of it and it's distracting, but he, they, this child could be getting something out of it, you know? And I just wanted them to know because mm-hmm. what I felt mm-hmm. as my, in my own brain, like, Oh my gosh, here I go again. Right. Um, with my kid that I just cannot control. And so I just wanted like, so if you see something like just, talk with the parents too. Like, you know, I love seeing your kids up there laughing or, you know, just an encouragement because I really am like, I wanted to just kind of like, you know, fist bump the parent, like everything's fine, but also like you need, you need that as a parent sometimes. Like, like the, I like seeing your kid running around. <laughs> so anyways. Yeah. I, I, I actually did that yesterday too. Cause it, it's, I've been in those sho- those shoes, yeah. and then you, especially because we haven't done this for a while, um, this intentional, and so it's it's different. And they need to know how us old timers, yeah. you know, we went through those same things, and the kids need to just experience it, and they'll grow from it, and they need to be consistent and be modeled um, how to interact on a Sunday morning. And it's not that they're going to be adults, but but they can they can learn to be respectful kids and stuff too. So yeah, no, I parents definitely need to hear that. And also I think it was Deborah and, Oh my gosh, their little besties, Deborah's son. And oh, why, yeah, Christine, oh, Marcus son. and Asher. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Marcus and Asher. They were like dancing mm-hmm. and together. And you know, that's what need, that's like the perfect example mm-hmm. of being in a multi-generational service is they're going to grow up knowing how to act. And, you know, there is, you do have to have some guidance with your kids mm-hmm. at some point, like maybe during the sermon, trying to model, mm-hmm. you know, we we are a little bit more quieter mm-hmm. at this time. Right, right. Um, so I think there needs to be some proper modeling. You just can't be screaming the whole time. Mm-hmm. But um, to see those two little ones just dancing and like kind of they're learning to walk and you know and it was just I don't know it's it does bring a lot of joy and then you know you want to bring up Africa oh, oh yeah I was like yeah. pointing at Damon I was like wait I didn't go to Africa with you <laughs> Africa who brought up Africa <laughs> that eight-hour service <laughs> so these kids they had their own little chairs they were like tiny yeah. toddler chairs but yeah. they were there for eight hours and that blows my mind. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, sure. we can do this, yep. you know, and they knew what to do. Mm-hmm. They sat there mm-hmm. and like for eight hours in that one service. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, yeah. yeah. And I know, I know you talked to Pastor Barry about this too. And this, he feels like that he kind of let this slip by a little bit, but he wants to kind of bring this back to the forefront for our church. Yeah. I talked to him a little bit about it because I, I have heard some comments about uh, multi-generational service recently from some parents about how it's hard for them to, you know, focus on the sermon when the kids are running around and maybe we should try to do something different. And I think part of it is just we haven't been intentional about sharing why we do multi-generational service. And so when I talked to Pastor Barry about it, he he kind of acknowledged that we haven't mm-hmm. been intentional about telling our people why we're doing it this way. 
Um, and so that's why he did that yesterday. And I was, I was really the way that he talked about it. And so if you weren't at, at service, well, it'd you, be a good you, idea. Damon looks at me <laughs> for those that were not I, at I service. Caught, caught you caught that? He looked right at me. How can you tell? I'm still wearing my those, glasses. I know, he has glasses on, you can't can. see my eyes. Those glasses brought me joy until that moment. <laughs> So yeah, if you if you didn't get a chance to be in service this past week, he talked a lot about why we're doing mm-hmm. multi generational service and kind of the purpose of multi generational service, and re- and really it, it is an opportunity for us as parents as families to be able to model uh, how to participate in a in a service and how uh, we want to raise our kids so that when they become adults that they're ready to participate in service too. Um, but not to say you have to wait until you're an adult to do that, mm-hmm. but that this is something that you can l- hear from the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, this can be an opportunity for you to be in with the adults. And that was one of the comments that I heard from uh, some of the Forge kids after the retreat was that they were really appreciative that they were in mm-hmm. for a lot of the the sessions for the retreat. It made them feel part of the bigger church. Mm-hmm. It made them feel more grown up to be a part of it and to participate in it. And so th- those are some of the things that we really want to experience or have our kids experience as they grow up is, hey, we feel like we're a part of this church and not just, I feel like I'm a part of my children's ministry or I feel like I'm a part of some smaller group, but we feel like we're a part of the whole group. And and that's something that I told my girls after we did mall walking since I took them is that, you know, we have some really cool people at our church and that's something, you know, my girls are 10 and 7 and you know, I said, the people that we were, we walked with are a different generation than all of us, but we can learn from them. We can have relationships with them, and I don't I don't want them to miss out on something because they just want to be stuck in their little bubble of these are my ten year old and seven year old friends. But we have an awesome community at Catalyst, and we I want them to be able to feel like they participate in in the whole community and not just their little bubble. Yeah. Uh- just talking about the multi-gen thing, it's a, I want to give a challenge to the parents too to come up to the carpet, come up yeah. to the front because you can send your kids up there, but they need to have people up there to help them experience um, <laughs> mature behavior. Yeah, like during <laughs> the know, sermons. Yeah, during the you sermons, can help yeah. That, yeah, you need that. Because, yeah. you know, Mimo and I, we, we spent all basically every multi-gen service up there and it's not yeah. it's not the most comfortable yeah. I, I my legs would be hurting and be like oh, i don't want to sit here but i i wanted my kids to also be aware of okay yeah like you said during the message okay we use, use a quiet voice yeah. you can talk but use a quiet voice pay attention when he when pastor barry or the speaker is actually talking to the kids pay attention and like mm-hmm. raise your hand like interact but it's it's not easy, and the kids are. Oh, I'm so tired. I want to lay down. I'm like, okay, are you really tired, or is it just you're you're bored, or whatever? And, but just they yeah. need to kind of uh, have some of that guidance. So, you know, yeah. parents, it, it it'll help you in your parenting mm-hmm. too. It gives you a, a perfect um, setup for you to be modeling stuff with your kid. And yeah. it's not easy. I've been there, done that. But it's it's valuable, and you'll see the fruit of it. Yeah. And it goes by fast. It does. <laughs> I'm sad now. <laughs> yeah. how, how how long is this episode? This is oh, a, we're we're encroaching on an hour, oh, so okay. I think that that might be a good place to kind of cut it. But uh, I I do I do want to bring up one thing though, because I I hope this person is still listening all the way to the end, because we heard that we have a, a listener we didn't know about. Uh, Jeremy is a an avid listener. Really? Well, Wait, this episode might be an hour for everyone else, but for Jeremy, it might be like forty minutes because he listens to it on one point. So I was wondering. That's why I wanted to bring that up because I'm like, maybe we need a new segment, a Jeremy segment, where we talk really slow, <laughs> and then he has to go up to one point five, and we talk really fast, and then he's like, I can't hear. So maybe we'll have to play around with and mess with mess with Jeremy a little bit. <laughs> Jeremy, thanks for listening. I Jeremy, just, can we have the YouTube channel back where we eat, we see Talk people. to the fire. Yeah, talk <laughs> to the fire. Can we bring something back, please? I think the quality on the audio would be much better now that yeah, we, if we for if sure we bring that one back. It was good when you guys had it. For those that don't know, we <laughs> we had um like to get to know the staff better. Jeremy um had he interviewed, interviewed them with with hot hot sauce. Hot on wings. sauce. <laughs> it was not 
I wanted more hot sauce. Like I, I oh, wanted to see people cry, and I wanted. So- I had so no, much no, hot sauce ex- on mine. Not your episode. I can't handle Thank that you. much. I was in pain. I mean, it- <laughs> but I, I guess we needed more acting then. But I was in pain for two hours after that. <laughs> yeah. David was hurting the next day. No, your episode was amazing. So no, that was a good one. But Fine. yeah, Th- thanks for calling. Thanks for throwing me under the bus. Appreciate good it, Trish. Job. Good job, Jeremy. Can we have something back? Thank you. I heard the next one was going to be like cold tubbing or something like that. <laughs> Ooh, that's okay. Anyways, we can we can close now. I just needed to put but that thanks, out. Thanks there. for listening, Jeremy. Uh, I hope we talked slow enough for you. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> or maybe we should just invite Jeremy to come yes. on. There we go. Yes. Yes. I agree. I know, I know Jeremy has some stories that he he could share. Or I guess that we can invite Larissa to come on and then she can talk about Jeremy. <laughs> and he's not even here. Larissa, shout out. Come on. Come on the podcast. No, have them both on. <laughs> That's always fun. Oh, so are you saying you want Mark to come on too? Oh, no. I've already done that. Oh, yeah. That's Been true. there, done that. That's true. <laughs> Okay, we've we've spent taken Ooh. up a l- enough of your time. <laughs> and t- until next time, may you experience God's heart for you to flourish in every season. Thanks for listening to the Engage to Flourish podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and encourage you to subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify so that you don't miss any new content. You can also check out our sister podcast, Catalyst Stories, available on multiple platforms as well. We would also love for you to check out our church. We meet every Sunday at 10 a.m. at Stanford Middle School in Long Beach.